0: Welcome to Innovate Podcast, giving voice to socially conscious and forward thinking leaders and organizations within the nonprofit, education, culture, philanthropy, and social entrepreneurship sectors. Here's your host, Robert Rim. Arts Commons is the home of Calgary's most innovative artistic companies and partners. Among Canada's largest and most vibrant art centers, and located in the heart of Calgary's cultural district, the center occupies a full city block and is home to five theaters in the world-class Jack Singer Concert Hall. Presenting and promoting creative collaboration within the city, each year Arts Commons hosts live theater, concerts, dance productions, readings, public forums, art exhibits, and much more. For 34 years, Arts Commons and its resident companies have been key contributors to the social, economic, cultural, and intellectual life and well-being of Calgarians and visitors. In 2020, Arts Commons announced the appointment of Alex Sarian as its president and CEO, who joined it after seven years of leadership roles at Lincoln Center for the Performing Arts in New York City, including director of Lincoln Center International, a department established to advise on cultural projects around the world, founding director of the Lincoln Center Cultural Innovation Fund, the institution's first grant-making program in partnership with the Rockefeller Foundation and Director of Finance, Business and Development uh, and Operations for Lincoln Center's Education Department during its award-winning rebrand and growth. Under his leadership in 2019, Lincoln Center reached a -a first-of-a-kind milestone, building strategic partnerships in all of New York City's 51 council member districts. A recognized authority on the civic role of arts institutions, Alex has lectured and given workshops worldwide. As a professor, he's designed and taught undergraduate and graduate courses on audience development, business management, and arts education, and also served on numerous governing boards, special advisory committees, and funding panels. Originally from Toronto, Alex received undergraduate and graduate degrees from New York University and was an inaugural graduate of the IMPACT Program for Arts Leaders at Stanford University's Graduate School of Business. Alex, welcome to Innovate Podcast.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Robert. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Tell us about the opportunities at Arts Commons that beckoned you to Calgary and back to Canada.
1: Absolutely. Arts Commons, as you mentioned, is the third largest art center in Canada, the largest in Western Canada, and is uniquely positioned, much like Lincoln Center and other performing art centers, to really be a steward of an artistic ecosystem. And as we look at the direction the world's moving, and certainly during COVID, where it really is about strengthening a community of arts organizations and artists and really embracing the connective tissue between the arts and citizens and the communities that might surround an arts organization. It's a role like ours that really excites me about really asking the question, how do we support the arts organizations and artists that call us home, but also the audience members and communities through which we can build strong relationships? at the core of it and I, and I know we'll talk about this over the course of our time together to me what's really important is how does an arts organization embrace its civic responsibility and really an institution like Arts Commons is really uniquely positioned to answer that question
0: and you moved to Calgary at the height of the global pandemic how has covid-19 affected your view of your new role and what's the current mission of Arts Commons
1: moving here during covid has been really interesting because like many if not all arts organizations, we are having to really reevaluate who we are, reevaluate our priorities, reevaluate our commitments. And I'd like to think that we're dividing our work right now into two phases. The first phase is we're trying to spend what I would say 50% of our time in managing the storm and trying to be responsive to the realities that COVID is presenting us with, frankly, on a daily basis. And we're trying to get that right Because if we can do that and really have it occupy 50% of our time, it means that the other 50% of our time can be used to ask some of these bigger questions around what might the future of the arts look like? What might the future of the performing arts look like? What does audience engagement look like? What does the intersection of the arts and digital technology look like? So we're given, frankly, the gift of time to ask these questions that are completely going to reimagine the work that we do. But we can't ask them until we know that we are managing the crisis in a way that is mindful and responsible. And I'm really grateful to say that Arts Commons, because of the generosity of our supporters, the generosity of all orders of government that support the arts here in Canada, as well as our audience members, and we have a rock star team that is both managing the storm and really looking towards the future in a brand new way.
0: It's great to hear. And in thinking about Arts Commons, you comprise galleries, theaters, performance halls. Tell us about some of your resident companies and institutions and their significance to the community.
1: We have what we call six resident companies within our building, Theatre Calgary, Calgary Philharmonic Orchestra, Alberta Theatre Projects, One Yellow Rabbit, and Downstage. The sixth presenting body is Arts Commons. We, in addition to being the steward of the complex, we also have the programming wing that does a lot of arts programming, visual arts, arts education, and community engagement. So we really have six organizations coexisting within the ecosystem and the community that is Arts Commons. What's particularly unique about our ecosystem is that we're leaning so heavily towards theater. So many of the resident companies in our building are theater companies, and that's unique when you look at other performing arts centers around the globe where they might have a more balanced ecosystem from a genre or art form perspective. What I find interesting about the group of theaters that live within our building is that they are each so different and unique from within them, from one another. And so you're really not stepping on toes, which I find fascinating. The other thing that is noticeable about the ecosystem we live in is that we have a variety of venues in our building that range from a 50-person black box theater to a world-class 2,000-seat concert hall, and really, and everything in between. What that allows us is for companies to be nimble, to be flexible, to do everything from a large-scale concert to something really experimental. So the fact that we are not just a collective of massive institutions really provides a lot of nuance, a lot of interesting differences between the types of work that gets created and presented in our building but also as a result, the artists and audiences that come together. So that's one of the things that I think is most unique about Arts Commons, is the vibrancy that comes from having large institutions that are very, very established, as well as institutions that really pride themselves on their experimental nature. And that's, frankly, it's thrilling to be a part of that community.
0: Yeah. And also within your walls are five visual arts galleries, two media art galleries, all of which are free to the public. These programs are crucial to the work and mission of Arts Commons, aren't they?
1: They are. And really what's what's unique to us, um, you mentioned the visual arts galleries and we have media arts as well. Really walking through our building, whether it's because you're on your way to see a show or because you are using our Plus 15 which is a series of bridges that connect buildings throughout Calgary, we really try to create an experience where Calgarians, from all walks of life, regardless of why you're coming through our building, that you have an experience, a cultural experience, that connects you to a variety of different art forms, but also helps you connect to each other and to Calgary. And really, we try to do that through the performing arts and the visual arts. And increasingly, we're going to be trying to do that even beyond the confines of our building and try to go out into Calgary and engage with Calgarians in their own backyard.
0: And further to civic responsibility, Arts Commons is also known for its school outreach programs and community engagement known as Arts Expeditions. What are some specifics of these programs and how have they been adapted for our current times?
1: Well, you mentioned Arts Expeditions, and that's a perfect example of a program that was created specifically in times of COVID. So when March hit, all of us around the world were faced with the reality that the intersection of arts and audiences and what we would consider traditional ways of consuming culture and arts were being completely reimagined and the rug was being pulled out from under us. The first response, and Arts Commons was a part of this, is to really put a lot of our work online. Most of our lives, regardless of where we live, went from being experiential in person to all of a sudden we were living online, we were working online. And so a lot of arts organizations, including us, really pivoted quickly to put cultural experiences and cultural offerings online. At the same time, a really interesting study came out in Calgary that talked about what people here call the experience economy. Calgary, for those of you that have been here, is a city that really prides itself on outdoor activity. We're close to the mountains, As a result, the average Calgarian really thrives on what people here call experiences, whether that's tourism, sports, arts. So what we were finding in Calgary, and I'm sure this is replicable and might sound familiar to listeners from other cities, is that the average Calgarian was not getting as much out of the online experience over time. And we found out that this cultural experience online was being considered a substitute experience and was not fully replacing the need to connect in person. So as a result, Arts Commons in July launched a program called Arts Expeditions, which essentially recognized the need for people to have in-person experience for the relationship between an artist and an audience to be physical and not just digital. And so what we did is in partnership with the city of Calgary, as a gift to Calgarians, we launched 35 pop-up concerts over the course of two months where we actually went to almost every neighborhood in Calgary, employing local artists and holding these pop-up concerts in ways that were safe, physically distanced. We were abiding by government guidelines, but it was really an opportunity to remind people of their love for the arts and create opportunities where people could connect, particularly with music, where they could connect with music and with each other and just realize that as much as we are living online, that we do have this desire and this hunger to come together in community around the arts. That's a wonderful program that we will be continuing. The other part about this, which I wanna highlight, is it gave us the opportunity to support the local artist community that was suffering as a result of the gig economy drying up. So a lot of arts organizations around the country and around North America, they pride themselves in presenting international or global artists, Well, with COVID, a lot of the traveling has stopped. A lot of the touring has stopped. And where most organizations are caught not knowing how to respond, Arts Commons was able to pivot very quickly and say, we need to prioritize the employment and supporting local artists. And it it also speaks nicely to placemaking, which plays a huge role in community engagement and civic engagement, which is how wonderful is, uh, is it to be able to support local artists to perform in their own communities and their own neighborhoods and use Arts Commons as a way of supporting them, engaging them, employing them, but also using our brand to help elevate their role within the community. It's one of the programs that I'm most proud of. It allowed us to pivot quickly to continue bringing the arts to people and to building relationships between our institution and Calgarians in a time when so many institutions are trying to figure out what it means to hold on to these relationships with our audiences.
0: All of which are really a central part of your mission, aren't they?
1: Absolutely. I mean, if we're not doing if we're not doing what we do for the people that surround us and the communities that surround us, then I think we need to take a hard look at, at who we are. I know most organizations, particularly those the size of Arts Commons, they tend to struggle between wanting to have a global reputation and local impact. And for some reason, there are folks out there in organizations that think that those two things are mutually exclusive, that you either need to have global ambitions or hyper-local impact. My belief and the way that we are looking at this at Arts Commons is that we will never truly achieve a global reputation unless we are committed to the people of Calgary. And so that is where we start. We certainly have global ambitions and we will continue to chase them. But really, our commitment, first and foremost, are to the communities of Calgary that call us home.
0: And the pandemic has hit all of the performing arts particularly hard. What message do you have to the artists and creative personnel, both established and those just beginning their careers, on how to get through these uncertain times?
1: I think now's time for reinvention. Mm-hmm. I think now is the time for everybody to rethink the model of how the arts are both created and distributed. I think from a content creator, if you are an artist, this is such a unique moment in time where you have access to audiences directly. How many examples have we heard of, of audience members zooming into an artist's living room while they perform or doing staged readings in front of a camera? I think the pandemic has allowed audiences and artists to have a much more intimate experience, which I think is fabulous. The question for the presenters or the producers or institutions like Arts Commons that have normally been the gatekeepers of these relationships The question for us is how do we evolve with the times? How do we make sure that we are reinventing and upgrading and innovating what it means to both create content and support the artists doing that, but also distributing it to audiences in a brand new way? And I think COVID has completely reimagined how we do that. I think people are very scared. And from what I'm able to notice, it's the larger institutions that have legacy practices and have legacy ways of doing things that are the most scared and some of the smaller institutions that have always been nimble, perhaps grassroots or community-based, are the ones that are able to pivot more quickly and support artists and audiences in ways that perhaps larger institutions just can't. And one of the things that I'm most proud of, if I look back at the last six months, of how Arts Commons has been able to pivot, for the size of institution that we are and for the size of institutions that we host within our complex, I am so proud. That we have been able to stay true to our commitments to Calgary and civic engagement, while also looking at some of our business practices to be a lot more nimble and a lot more flexible so that we can keep up with the evolution of the performing arts and performing arts centers in general, and not just respond to the change, but also help guide it.
0: And about rethinking the model, as you mentioned, while many of your performances have been postponed, the Moscow Ballet's Great Russian Nutcracker Christmas performance has been announced as a streaming event. So what are the logistics of taking such a complex presentation and making it an online experience?
1: So a lot of it is trying to work with the artists that we are, we are committed to. So there are companies that we have committed to that are perhaps outside Calgary, perhaps outside of Canada, they are still striving to share their content. And we have committed to them, the ability of distributing it using our platforms, content that is created or captured in their hometown. And we are excited about doing that. You mentioned one, but we have tons of others that are still developing work within their home cities. And we are committed to amplifying their voice and to sharing that digital product with with our audiences. The other way in which we're looking to modify is by rethinking the infrastructure within our own building. So one of the things that we look at when we look at the venues within the Arts Commons complex is, are we coming out of this with the infrastructure required to capture, to stream, or to broadcast from within our venues? While many institutions might think that this digital product is a Band-Aid solution, I'd like to think of this as something that will become a constant for us. I think the biggest concern for most organizations or arts organizations is that by going into the digital world, you are cannibalizing your live audiences. Our belief is that live audiences will always want to come into our venues. They will always want to have the experience in person and that our commitment to developing a digital presence is about breaking down barriers of of cultural participation where more people will be able to enjoy this regardless of their zip code, regardless of where they are and frankly, regardless of financial barriers. One of our biggest questions is by the time we reopen, and we're gonna do a staggered reopening starting in January of 2021, the question is, will our venues be able to accommodate both live audiences as well as the need to capture, stream or broadcast things on our stages? And that is something that we are investing heavily in financially, but also from a, from a workforce perspective to rethink what it means to share the arts from within our venues. And we have stunning venues that we want to bring more people into. So for example, you mentioned the Jack Singer concert hall. It's such a beautiful space. We want to share that with the world. This is such a great opportunity to do that as well.
0: And it would seem that the community would be receptive to these initiatives.
1: Absolutely they are because it really these initiatives are essentially making our institution more flexible and is essentially coming out to the world and saying, we want to meet you at where you're at and we, we want to meet you halfway there. So for the people that are itching to be back in the room, that opportunity will become available to them and we will do it in a very safe um, and responsible way. But for people that either may not want to or can't come into our venues, the option should still be made available for them to enjoy what these artists are creating. And really one of the silver linings from COVID is the amount of sharing that's happening between artists and between institutions. It used to be that you could only travel somewhere to see something, and now we are really able to enjoy and learn from each other because the sharing is happening so much online. So we're trying to find ways of continuing to do that with our audiences, but also with peer institutions throughout the world. And I think that's a game changer for everybody.
0: It's great to hear about such sharing and also to be able to recognize that there can in fact be silver linings within something uh, really so devastating as a pandemic.
1: What I find most heartwarming is that where some institutions might have responded to COVID by tightening the grips on who they are and, and turning inwards, for the most part, and I, and I see this not only in Calgary, but across Canada and North America, their response has been so generous with institutions, with audiences, with artists, we have all come to realize how codependent we are on one another. And this sentiment that a rising tide lifts all boats is something that is not only helping arts commons in terms of building a community, but it's also empowering us to support smaller arts groups within Calgary as well. So the amount of generosity that that is being showcased throughout this, I think is really what's going to push us through it.
0: And further to that, what you were talking about just now reminded me of the Arts Commons Transformation project. It's known as Act. It'll both expand capacity in an adjoining new building and renew the existing facility itself. Tell us about this key initiative and how it's progressing.
1: Absolutely. It's one of the, the most exciting things I, I think about uh, Arts Commons gift to Calgary is this idea that we are expanding our presence. and I do want to mention that this expansion, isn't happening in a vacuum. This expansion is coming because we have spent 10 years and and I wanna congratulate and thank the people that came before me in making this work possible. But we realize that the Arts Commons facility is really operating at capacity. Not only do we have the five resident companies, not only do we have Arts Commons as a presenter within the space as well, but we have hundreds and hundreds of community groups that come in and take ownership over this space in such a beautiful way. Universities, dance companies, community groups that come and celebrate their heritage. It has become such a hub for this kind of activity that we really are bursting at the seams. And even with COVID, we are looking at Calgary needing more cultural space, whether that's performance space, whether that's rehearsal space, whether that's administrative space. So the Arts Commons transformation is a direct response to that. So the project is conceived, as you mentioned, in two phases. The first phase is to build a brand new facility across the street from where we are now that's connected through a footbridge that provides up to three new venues, completely flexible, communal spaces, places for our audiences and Calgarians to just walk in and enjoy artwork, visual arts, media arts. And then phase two, is to completely reimagine and modernize our current facility which is a little over 550,000 square feet so it's pretty big so between these two projects it really is about Calgary reimagining itself through the lens of the performing arts and it's a wonderful opportunity to say how do we bring this commitment to civic engagement how do we embody that with new construction The other thing I'll say about this, which I think is incredibly exciting, and design firms around the world are starting to express their desire to work on this, we think we might be the first performing arts center to be designed during COVID. And what that means for all the things that we have learned as a community and as an art sector, the need for flexible space, the need for crowd control. I do hope that, that we will have a vaccine, one day and we will all be able to go back to quote unquote normal, but there have been some really interesting things that we've learned about audience engagement and safety and health and to be able to be one of the first performing arts centers in the world to really bring that into focus is certainly exciting for us, it's exciting for Calgary and we're hearing from lots of design firms that are eager to leave their mark in the arts world as the first design firm to design a venue or a facility after COVID hit. So it's a very unique moment in time that we're all very excited about. And it's so interesting to
0: look at it. Yeah, and that's inspiring. It's also a, uh, a circumstance and initiatives that other performing arts organizations can directly look to and benefit from.
1: We strive to be a model for others around the world, but we also want to be a home for organizations in Calgary. And so by us increasing our square footage, by us increasing our ability to host and welcome and convene, it really is an acknowledgement of of, of how vibrant the Calgary arts community is. This is not a matter of building a facility with the hopes that people will come. This is building a facility that people are already asking for. And that to me is the best situation anybody could Mm. be in.
0: And beyond getting through the pandemic, Alex, what would you like to see over the next five years in helping to redefine the role of the arts in society?
1: That's a great question, and it, and it changes daily, but I could give you broad strokes. The first one is looking at the relationship between digital technology and the performing arts. This idea that, for the most part, the digital consumption of the arts is looking to translate the in-person experience is a great thing, but I do believe that there are many more conversations to be had around how do we create an online product that is completely different from the experience that we would have in a venue. Right now, the assumption, if I could generalize, is anything that we are consuming online is a direct capture of what is happening in the theater and ultimately makes the viewer wish he or she could be in the theater witnessing it in person. My question, and we have some great minds thinking around this right now, not only in Calgary, but across North America, what would it look like for the arts to be created captured and distributed as purely what, what we call native digital products. So not something that is a translation of what's happening on stage, but how can we really embrace digital technology in all facets of the creation of art? That is one huge thing that we are curious about and are leaning into. The other area is we can't talk about civic engagement without talking about some of the urgency that exists within communities today. You look at Black Lives Matters, you look at the relationship with the indigenous communities in Canada. And as somebody that is coming in to an institution that is civically minded, that is so committed to community engagement, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about engaging and learning from those conversations. One of the things that I always find interesting is that people always ask about what is the impact of the arts on society? You know, people here ask me all the time, what's the impact of Arts Commons on Calgary, just like they would ask, what's the impact of Lincoln Center on New York? I'm actually very interested in flipping that script and asking the question, what is the impact of Calgary on Arts Commons? How do we let Calgarians into our building and let them change and evolve who we are? And so one of the things that we are looking to engage on, and we will be announcing something in the next few months, is could Arts Commons, as one of the largest art centers In Western Canada and in the country, engage in the development of an Indigenous strategy. What does it look like for us to operate, for us to present, for us to work and live on Indigenous land? And how does that make us a better institution and a more responsive institution? So, we are working with the Indigenous community, as with so many other communities within Calgary and Alberta that are asking for change. And we'd be remiss if we weren't responding to that call to action. Those are two big areas in which I think philosophically and programmatically and operationally we have a ways to go. And what's so unique is that even though I feel like there's this moment in time where communities across the world are being taken to task with different calls to action, so much of that work needs to be local. And you know, I'm learning a lot as a newcomer to Calgary, and that's the kind of learning, the learning curve that I need to go through as well as Arts Commons. So there are commonalities between institutions across the region, the country, and certainly within the US as well. But these conversations need to be so hyper-local and community engagement is pivotal to that.
0: In thinking about civic responsibility and engagement, the future of the arts, coming together in community around the arts. Hmm. Well, on these inclusive notes, listeners can find out more online at artscommons.ca and through the social media and Arts Commons Together video links on our website. Alex, all the best to you and the entire Arts Commons team with your crucial work and reach.
1: Thank you so much, Robert, and thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you for joining us today. Our library of interviews and a range of further resources are available at our website, InnovatePodcast.org. Innovate is produced in partnership with Ashoka, Innovators for the Public, the Kellogg Fellows Leadership Alliance, the Philadelphia Social Innovations Journal, and by Arch Street Press. For PRX, the Public Radio Exchange, this has been Innovate.